Welcome to another episode of Swipe Right. Um, today we have guests, and we are so excited because we met these guests um, probably back in November, and we have just been fast friends ever since. Um, but we're really excited to have them today. And um, who are you guys? <laughs> well, first of all, let me just say that we are pretty excited to be here as well. We um, my name is Jake Irvin, and this is my lovely wife. Kendall Irvin. And um, yeah, we met Carly and Daniel at church uh, last Friends, November. Yeah, Friendsgiving. yeah, Friendsgiving. That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a quick little bit about ourselves. Um, let's see. I currently work for an engineering firm as a landscape designer. Um, I work in ministry. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. And then, so we're just going to kind of interview you guys, um, but we know that y'all have somewhat of a similar story, but once we found y'all's out, we were like, this is interesting stuff. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell us uh, first and foremost about what platform you met on? Oh, so we met on Instagram. We did yeah. meet on Instagram. <laughs> Online, but not necessarily a dating app. Yeah. But... We did meet on Instagram. Who went sliding first? <laughs> oh, I she did. did. I did. <laughs> Slid for home play. <laughs> Tried to steal home. And I did. She did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Scored. But from from y'all's story and just knowing y'all, it didn't start on Instagram, right? Nope, not necessarily. Um, you want to tell? You want me to tell? Mr. Snake. Okay. You can speak. You go for it. <laughs> so a little uh, secret about me. It's not really a secret, but I usually don't talk about it until somebody asks. Um, back in 2020, when I had just graduated from the University of Texas Tech, um, I was sitting around in Lubbock, Texas, waiting for my job to start, which during COVID, during COVID it had just kicked up uh, – like the restrictions just kicked up really hard. And so the job I accepted pushed my start date back about mm. six months. Um, so I, like most other people, I got bored and I downloaded the uh, TikTok app <laughs> and found myself scrolling and scrolling. And then all of a sudden I said, you know what? I could do this. I really think I could make some people laugh. And um, I had no idea or no intentions of like trying to get a following or anything, but I was like, I could definitely make some people laugh on this app. And that's all I'm trying to do is make some people laugh and make somebody's day better. So I started doing that. Um, it picked up a little momentum, a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so from there, I started posting... Um, my tiktok videos to instagram reels because i was like i can just post these over there and grow my following on instagram at the same time mm -hmm. um and yeah all of a sudden one of my videos a little um voiceover of tomater from cars <laughs> <laughs> came uh, came scrolling across my kendall's feed my instagram explorer page and i was a junior at 
Baylor University at home on Christmas break. Eh. And yes, to come bears. Um, eh. And to preface, I was not looking for a relationship. I was not looking today. I was in my independent girl era. I was... Excuse, that is our puppy Penny. Please excuse her. <laughs> I was um, fed up with kind of how these quote-unquote godly men were acting like boys. Mm-hmm. And I was over it. And so I was like, okay, Lord, it's going to be you and me till I'm 26. Um, and I'm ready to settle down and find a man um, that's going to love me like you do. And anyways, then I see this guy in a camo half zip being absolutely <laughs> silly. That's me. <laughs> and what was so intriguing about him was I could tell that his, like his actions, the way he was acting during the voiceover, that it was all genuine. Like it wasn't, mm. he wasn't doing it just for show. And that like was like, oh, like he's genuinely funny. Like that's really, really cool. So I just followed him and he followed me back seconds later and a couple of seconds later he followed me back and um wow maybe i know we'd make a friend so maybe he messaged me whatever you know and i guess i talked about it for a little bit and my family and i actually ended up watching all of the tiktoks he had posted to instagram reels we watched all of them oh my God. wild because wow. they were all they were all a voiceover from mater from cars and my family just loves that movie and so and yeah and your sister had already been following me right? yeah my sister knew who wow. he was she, she knew who jake the snake jake was the snake. <laughs> my sister was like my word kindle that's jake the snake and i'm like what because i didn't have tiktok i was like mm, i'm not gonna do that mm. yeah um anyways so i ended up just messaging him i messaged him a tiktok idea um for mater to do whatever and he messaged me back he was like oh yeah that's a good idea and we kind of messaged back and forth it was like in like two hours like i go in between each message and anyways he stopped messaging me and i was like oh that's that well i um, i had a full-time job yeah <laughs> you did you were working and i was just being a little college girl <laughs> um so yeah i guess we messaged on instagram for a little bit um then it kind of i kind of got a sense of you know okay this truly might be a girl that i'm actually interested in just from the way the messages were happening and so i kind of went silent for a couple of days because i earlier the year before really got my heart broke and would just like was in a spot mm-hmm. where i was like man i'm not interested in doing that again um so i gave it a couple of days really prayed about it and i think one or two days had gone by and i was like man it is bugging me that i'm just not talking to this girl mm-hmm. so i messaged oh. her back yeah <laughs> um and that's where things kind of started pick up we started messaging quite a bit and then i think I think I asked for your Snapchat. Yeah. Should have went for the number. Yeah, but wow. a little bit of brownie points there. I was like, <laughs> mm. Um okay. so Snapchat number quickly followed after that. And then it was like we're texting a lot and it conversation was just like happening so naturally. Mm. Um and I was like, this hasn't happened with someone else before, the way how easy it was to talk to her. And, um, so 
we actually find out that we're going to both be in Fort Worth that Friday. So I think it was around a Monday maybe we were texting. And I was like, she was going for a birthday party, and I had already made plans to meet up with some college friends in Fort Worth. And so it was like, holy cow, we're going to be in the same place at the same time. Um, so I found out what, you know, she was like, I'm going for a birthday party. We're going to Billy Bob's. We're going to see Josh Abbott play. You know, so I immediately texted the boys and I'm like, <laughs> we got to go to this concert. I don't care who's playing or how much it is. We're going. I, I'm going. I'm going to meet this girl. Uh, and so that's where it did. And uh, so he texted me and he was like, I'm actually going to be in Fort Worth. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And he was like, yeah, maybe I'll show up at the concert. And of course, I was like, oh, 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 he's serious. He's bold. And I'm running into my sister's room. And I'm like, Jake the Snake said that he's going to show up to this concert. <laughs> That's and, right. And my sister's like, well, yeah, of course he is. Of course. And then my mom comes in and she's like, Kendall, you're going you're gonna to meet some guy off the internet at a concert. That's weird. But if he's a creeper, like he could be, he could be weird. And so... Now I have it all in my head that I'm going to meet some guy that's, you know, going to cause me harm. Um, and so we get to we get to Billy Bob's. Um, it's a Saturday. I'm just hanging out with the girls. He's doing his own thing. And we kind of like texted back and forth. Or no, it might have been a Friday because I think you were like you were at work because you were telling you were trying to tell me like all the Dallas things to do. And you're like, oh, no clue. OK, well, <laughs> Because he was being... The weekend's a fuzz. I just remember him being sweet because I was driving around Dallas with my friend who happened to be the birthday girl. And he was like, well, let me know where y'all go and if you make it safe. Just like really, just truly being a gentleman. You know, true king over the here. smolder. <laughs> yes, sir. So we get to Billy Bob's and we don't plan to meet up like we don't have like hey like let's meet on the dance floor right in the middle you know at midnight uh, or you know we don't we don't it's not cinderella no. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't plan to meet up and i walk into billy bob's and my phone is like no service whatsoever yeah it's rough out there it's no brutal. no bars and i just hear my mom's voice in my head what if he's a creeper what if he's a creeper and so <laughs> so I start praying and this is still peak COVID. This is mask were on. Yeah, masks and like Billy Bob's has like the mask police going, like saying, If I see you pull that down over your mouth one more time, you're gonna get kicked out. Like very strict. Love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, hard to breathe in there. Um so I'm just like, okay, Lord. I truly don't want to dive into a relationship and I truly don't want to dive into a relationship if it's me taking my life in my hands. I've done that before. I got my heart broke mm -hmm. and I just, you know, like he said, I don't feel like going through that again. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking down at my boots and I'm praying. And I'm like, Lord, if you want me to meet him, you bring him to me because I messaged him and that's like out of character for me. And um, I was like, and if he's going to harm me, if he's going to distract me from you, you can keep him away. This place is big enough. There's enough people in here. And I forgot to mention that, but it was so packed that night. The girls that I were with, about six of them, we got pushed in front of the bathrooms at Billy Bob's, which is like really like yeah. far in the corner. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm saying this and all of a sudden I look up from this little prayer and he is walking straight towards me. But he doesn't recognize me because again, wearing a mask covering half my face. And so he like walks right in front of me and right around the group of girls I'm with. And I'm like, okay, that's the fastest sign I've ever received from the Lord. Yeah, me and my friends are now behind your group. Yes. And I lean over to all the girls and I'm like, y'all, that's him. He's right there. And of course, all six of them, their heads go turning. Spin around. And I'm like, well, guys, we found her. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, y'all, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, this man and I are just like embracing in this hug, like we haven't seen, like we've been friends for long, a long time and hadn't seen each other in years, but this is our first time meeting. And so funny is like Kendall is like at this moment in time, like physical touch, none whatsoever at all, mm. not a part of it. And like the first time we meet and like I, physical touch is definitely one of my love languages. And like, I always joked. I feel like the the Holy Spirit just like pushed her into me and was like, "He's physical touch. Get ready!" <laughs> and like, because like we just like I turned the corner and we just hugged, like yeah. embraced. Yeah. And I, I was like not expect. I was expecting a little handshake, yeah. hello. And it wasn't you know? like a, I went under his arm. It was like I'm around. Like, it's like a arm bear around hug. His neck. Yeah, yeah. And we're like embracing. That's a hug. hug. Yeah. yeah, it was a good hug. And it was something. No side hugging. Nah. No, no, no. Trash. And I would have like he said. I normally never would have done that. But it definitely was like a Holy Spirit moment because <laughs> I literally levitated, like jumped in his arms. Picked her up off her feet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we knew that part before. Oh, <laughs> so, Just a little. And we truly, we had the best night. We were 100% our authentic selves. Mm-hmm. We didn't shelter anything from each other. And we laughed the whole night. He danced me around. I did not hang out with my friends. No, you totally like. Sorry, boys. Well, here's we're on on a mission. Well, here's also the thing is like, so just uh, a little context. I'm two and a half years older than you, Mm -hmm. older than Kendall, and so like, and I have always my whole life. It's just kind of how it has happened. My friends are older than me, anywhere Mm -hmm. from two to five (laughs) to sometimes six years older. So. The one hilarious part of the story is that like Kendall and her friends are pulling up, and at this time you're 21, mm-hmm. and all you're yeah. you're the oldest the of oldest. your friends. Yeah, they're and like me, 18, 19. Yeah, 18, 19, <laughs> and I'm like, guys, there's gonna be girls there, you <laughs> oh, know. No. And then they pull up, and they're like, dude, these girls are 18 and 19, and so they just yeah. all bailed yeah. and left me there by myself to have. Like, we don't have a shot, bud. Nope, they said see ya. So, anyways, yeah. It is a great night. It was a great night. And Randy Travis came out and sang, or he didn't sing, but no, Josh Abbott. It was just an acoustic mm. set with Josh Abbott, his guitar, and Randy Travis. And I love Josh Abbott. He, and Randy yes. And he sang the most beautiful acoustic version of Forever and Ever Amen mm. that I've ever heard. Kendall and I are just kind of looking at you like, uh. Like Randy Travis. Signs. Yeah. Signs. We're like, oh. I saw the signs. <laughs> And I like have tears in my eyes because Randy Travis is like one of my favorite country mm-hmm. artists, and I'm seeing him visibly. And at the very end of the song, he did the "Amen" with Josh, and you know, of course, in my head, I'm like, "Oh my word, is this my forever and ever Amen?" Like this guy. Aww. Um, and I'm like, "You need tissue? What's the deal?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like totally. Is that allergies? Use or what's mask. the deal? <laughs> Use your mask. Yeah. Just kidding. 
and yeah and he leaves and I go back to the hotel with my girlfriend and we literally stay up till 3 30 a.m that morning just talking well we did that because you talked to me on my way home I yes. drove home. He decided to go home. Back to McKinney. From Fort Worth to McKinney. From originally mm. an hour. But yeah. But we I know was, that life. But we it's sh- not that bad. No, it's not. But we shut down Billy Bob's and, and I went back to our buddy's house for a little bit and then left. So. But during that time when he's driving home, we like plan like this trip to Disney World. And he's like, he texted me. He was like, wow, I think you're, I think Which you're my best happened. friend. Which hasn't happened. No, it has not happened. <laughs> he's like, wow, I think you're my best friend. And and I was like, where have you been my whole life? And uh, he's like, let's just, let's, let's go to Florida right now. I'll, I'll book plane tickets right now. And I was like, I mean, okay. Like, my man. And then the next my morning. Man. Again, did not happen. Yeah, still hasn't <laughs> happened. The next morning, it randomly starts to snow because this is January. Yeah, it was snowing. And I'm driving down I-20 back to Hallsville, Texas, because I'm still not in, I'm still not back at school, and it is snowing, and mm. I'm going 45 miles an hour down I-20. Mm. It took me five hours to get home. Ugh. Normally a two-hour trip, two-and-a-half-hour trip. Yeah. And he called and talked to me after he woke up like it later that day and talked to me the whole way home. Um, and then the next weekend, he wanted to take me out on a date. Mm. I think they have questions for us. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 Go. I was like, go. No. She no, just no, like, no. keep going. I didn't know if we should no, just no, keep no, going no. or not. I love it. It is, it is y'all's what, story. What go. What happened the next weekend? Okay. Well. I, yes, I didn't. So because we were at a concert and had masks on, I like. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of like good communication or like chance to really talk. And, right. Loud. And, right. and it's loud. Yeah. And and so I was like, hey, like before you go back to Baylor, can I come to your hometown? Can I come get you and take you on a date, like an we actual date? Made it for the brownie points when he asked for my Snapchat. So ah. I was like, you want to drive two and a half hours to come see me? Yeah. And so. Um, and, and truth be told, because I was like, I'm just gonna go take her on a date because I think when she gets back to college, she's gonna want to be this little independent girl on her own, have no interest in this business guy and business mechanic. Guy. <laughs> hey, I wear I, I wear business casual to work. I'm a business <laughs> you guy. Do, you, do. you got polos? Thank you. That's right. That's right. Got on clouds. Uh, um, but so I drive out there. And um, I get to her house, mm-hmm. literally just pull up. She's at home, not, you know, so I immediately meet the family. My, you know, my it's been a weekend at her family. whole family, including like some of her brother's friends. Like it was a whole thing. And so I well, meet. They brought us, she brought a celebrity home. You're the same, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, my family, like we were a very, very close knit bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Your sister's boyfriend wanted a hat from the company. I was oh, rapping so bad. Oh, yeah. He, he was like kind of fanboy. Fanboy. And I know. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm not that big of a deal. I promise. <laughs> and awesome. um, so you we love to, Connor. Come to my parents' um, house. So I come to your parents' house. We get there. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take her to dinner. Then I'm going to drive two and a half hours back home. Like, that's the way to do it. Um, Man. Because I'm not staying, obviously. Right. Um, well, Kendall was absolutely scared to death 
to be alone with me uh, for whatever reason. And so I took Kendall on a date with her parents, both her siblings, (laughs) all three of her siblings, and her two brothers' best friends. And my my sister's boyfriend. And her sister's boyfriend. So about about 10 of us went on our first date together. And um, shoved in the corner. Yeah, in a corner round booth. We're close. At a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I'm in close quarters with... I've met only one of these people before. And I, like, didn't wear makeup. I don't even think I brushed my hair, and I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Like, I seriously was not trying to impress this guy. Yeah. One, because I was terrified of a relationship. Two, I was just like, I... You know, he saw my personality 110% last weekend. Mm -hmm. If... If he does, if he's not attracted to that, then he's not going to be attracted to me physically. So I'm just not even going to give, I'm not even going to try. And then we get to El Sombrero. Yes, we did go to El Sombrero. <laughs> and we've been back about a thousand times oh, it's since. Oh, so good. And um, so we get there. And basically we just hung out. I got to know her her parents, her family immediately. And mm-hmm. we just kind of talked about Billy Bob's and everything. And Kendall and I were kind of, there were multiple conversations going on and Kendall and I were kind of having our own. She was kind of telling me about her life and things like that. And um, she kind of mentioned something about, she was like, felt like she wasn't the girl that ever really got asked to dance a lot or, you know, cause she wasn't like wearing revealing clothing and um, stuff like that. And uh, I popped off and was like, well, that's why I like you. <laughs> And the whole table heard, apparently. Yeah, and did. so, like, and then Kendall just, like, melts. Just, like, slowly melts into this booth, red as a tomato. And I was like, oh, I got her. And, um, <laughs> that was yeah. he, he totally had me. Um, so, and then, yeah, I just, I remember looking over at your dad and him just smiling and looking down at the table. And uh, I was he like, knew. I was like, oh, yeah. He knew. So. Um, yeah, things continued to move fast, uh, but slow, but slow. Oh, I didn't finish that weekend. So I, I had it in my brain that like, I'm just going to pack a bag mm-hmm. in case like I'm over late and I need to go get a hotel or right, something. Right. So I took it and then like, we get there and her dad is like, after dinner, he's like, yeah, we have a hole upstairs if you want to stay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, just met, no, I just way. met most of y'all. <laughs> I just met you like four hours ago. And um, I stayed the whole weekend. I stayed wow. Friday night and Saturday night and hung out with, actually got to take Kendall on our first date the Saturday morning mm. um, to get breakfast. Um, and that was the first time we were alone. And. And after that, she went back to school that Monday in Waco, which is only about an hour from where my parents live and where I grew up in Heiko. Mm -hmm. And um, that weekend comes around. She's still interested. I truly thought she was going to kind of bail and just be like, hey, I'm doing college. And I'm like, okay, cool. Interested Mm -hmm. in hanging out, but interested in not hanging out alone. Yeah, no. She didn't want any part of that. And um, I was not about to drive to your apartment. She didn't in want to go to my apartment where she had nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to drive all the way back home. So we went to my parents' place. And that's where I wooed her. 
Yes. <laughs> Big uh, time. He showed Toker. me this dirt road he lived down and the longhorns his parents had. Yeah, let her feed the longhorns. There you go. All right, we'll go walk down our little town that looks like a John Wayne movie. Oh, and He's she, holding my hand. Yeah, and there's like a, there's literally like a horse-drawn carriage going down the middle of wow. the main street. Like, I mean, it was a whole thing. Haiko's oh, uh, yeah. kind of a little Hallmark movie. Yes. But, um, so yeah, we met, we met, I met her family the next weekend. She met mine the next weekend. And you asked me out that weekend. And I asked you out that weekend. And here we are. Married a year and three months. Three months. Wow. Love it. I love it, you guys. Beautiful. It's so funny, like the craziest of things of like Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Like just, just the combination of like how many different things fell into place. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Not funny, but cool. Um, is while my following was growing um i was kind of like am i doing this to become my full-time job am i Mm. doing this to what is happening and there were multiple times i prayed and i said lord if i'm solely doing this because it's gonna i'll meet my wife then i don't care what happens the rest of it and then like it's kind of interesting like we met and then we got married and like I still do it, but it's more just for fun and things like that. Um, but like the following, like, has really like come to a halt. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm kind of like, man, I prayed that prayer, and it's like, if I did, I just do all that just to meet my wife. For sure. And if I did, <laughs> that's amazing. That's great. That's fine with me. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but it's really cool. Yeah, we have. We didn't give. We gave some details, but we didn't give every single detail. But he. He, Jake and I both were really heartbroken before we met each other mm-hmm. um, and very scared to be in a relationship. And so there are a lot of lots of tears and lots and lots and lots of praying that went into us dating and continuing to date. Because, I mean, I think we were three months in and we really didn't like we hadn't really kissed. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was just so scared of him just in general. And he was scared of me in general because we both had terrible yeah, I was just trying to go as slow as possible. Yeah. Seriously, had no interest of going through what I did yeah. about a year before that. Yeah, because um, it was bad. And um, so things were moving fast, but we were we like were moving. The timeline, timeline slow, is fast. Moving fast, but we, we were moving. The slow. relationship yeah. was moving slow. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, very yeah. slow. Um, and so yeah, that is not what we did. Like, I just think it's funny. No. Like, we were at three months, we were like, we don't know when, but we're getting engaged. Like, That's well, awesome. I mean, us at three months, I told him, I was like, listen, when I say the words, I love you, that is as good as a proposal. That's what the last mm. relationship taught yeah. me. Mm. When I say I love you, I mean it. I was kind of in the same spot. I was like, my I, I love you tank, if you will, was pretty burnt out. Mm. And I was like, if I'm going to tell you this, it's going to be the last time I tell someone yeah. knew that and yeah. so like we waited and waited and i was like I'm and he wanted it. to tell me two months but i was I like i did no! i did want to tell her really? and uh, i tried to tell her and she like put the finger on my mouth she's like ah, wait, <laughs> wait, wait <laughs> we a little, little longer we were at my mimi's how house amazing oh yeah <laughs> we were at my mimi's house for something and we're sitting on her piano bench and he's like kendall 
eye and I literally put my like, finger nope, over his, his lips and I'm like, no, 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 not yet. And I was like, I know what you want to say. I'm getting there, but I just have to make sure that mm. I'm saying that my words match yours because mm. we both agreed that I love you was as good as a proposal. Yeah. Like we knew once we said, I love you, we're engaged, we're married, like that you're, you're it. Well, we had just both finally learned like how in depth that uh, phrase is yeah. right. Um, right. from past yeah. relationships and from what the Lord had shown us. And um, honestly, it was like when, when she told me not to tell her, it was hard for me. I was kind of like, okay, hold on. You're holding back how I feel, and I want to tell you. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it gave me about another month to reevaluate and re- really pray. And then when I told her, I was like, we're getting married. I'm like, I love you. We're getting married. And mm-hmm. that's where I was at. And it just gave me this, like, time to reevaluate. And honestly, was was something I needed when I didn't know at the time, you know? Yeah. I actually... I knew I knew the weekend he wanted me to tell he was gonna tell me. I just knew it. I felt it in my heart, in my soul. And I called my dad and I was like, and I'm, you know, I just got out of class. I'm walking home to my on campus apartment and I'm like, Dad, I need you. I need to know if you're okay with Jake being your son in law. And my dad says, Kendall, I've waited since I've met him. I've been ready for him to be my son in law. And that was not that my dad decided, (laughs) not that my dad decided that for me that I was in love with Jake, but my dad was my spiritual leader at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I really trusted his guidance because I knew that he was praying for Jake and I, and I knew that he had been the one my whole life praying for the man I was going to marry. And so hearing his spiritual guidance saying, I think, you know, he said, yes, I want him to be my son-in-law, but I also think, you know, that since the moment you've met him, you've been ready to love him. You just needed time to let yourself realize it. Yeah. And, you know. Is I'm, that the same phone call where you're, like, blubbering and crying? And you're like, I don't know. Do I love him, Dad? Do I love And then, like, your roommates came sprinting in there because they thought something was wrong. Yes, yes. My roommates were Her like. Her dad was the biggest wingman. She was like, he was like, yes, you love him. Just tell him <laughs> My roommates were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And my dad's like. Y'all tell her that she's in love with Jake. And they're like, Kendall, you've been in love with Jake. It's my, one of my favorite stories. And she just like fell down. I was like, I love Jake. freaking out. I was sobbing. I don't think I've cried that hard in a long time. And my dad's like, someone give her a hug. She's in love with Jake. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is amazing. Oh, so yeah. Oh my gosh. It just um, goes to show. A lot of prayer goes into mm, your yeah. relationship and you really need to Definitely. be, you really need to ask your wise counsel to be praying for you because, yeah. And a lot of prayer goes into it before you yeah. meet that person. Yeah. Um, yeah. I specifically prayed pretty much every day before I met you and all the girl, all the girls I dated. Yeah. Lord, if this is not the person for my life, take her out. Lord, if this relationship doesn't bring you glory, take her out. Yeah. And he just kept doing that and doing that and doing that and finally wound up where we were. Yeah. While you're praying that, my mom was telling me that the prayer she prayed when she wanted she knew she wanted to marry my dad was Lord, if if I'm supposed to be you know, if I'm supposed to date this guy, show me something new about him. And day to day she would pray that prayer and something new about Jake 
would pop up and it wouldn't be something like oh I think he's more attractive or oh you know not something that's like more of the flesh or more of the world it'd be something of spiritual mindset spiritual character like oh I see the way he loves and respects his dad Mm. I see the way he's loyal to his friend oh I see the way he cares about my heart and how he protects it and that's when I was like whoa this is so different than what's up the past 20 years. It is different. It's it totally different. Yeah. And it's refreshing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm. Um, Ask us questions. <laughs> you, you got most of them, which is great. Oh, nice. Um, I know. There's, I feel like there's, there's not I'm like lot. trying to look over like what, what did there's, we there's not one. get to? So um, especially early on, I know since distance was part of your uh, – relationship um how did y'all like prioritize communication how Mm. did you really kind of start building that um just environment for healthy communication between you two where's that question at oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm adapting (laughs) no no it's on there i just i didn't i looked i overlooked that one please please go ahead (laughs) so one of the things i noticed first about jake when we started dating was that Yes, we had we were complete strangers. We have no common friends. Our families have no common friends. And so like as we were dating, we were still getting to know each other. Like we didn't have a, an establishment of friendship. Right. So one thing one thing he had my complete trust from the beginning because he would say like he would text me at 6:30 in the morning, you know, I'm still dead asleep because I don't have class till 10. And he would say, "Hey, I'm getting up." you know, good morning, beautiful. I'm getting up. I'm getting ready for work. I'll text you when I leave and when I'm there. And he texted me when he left his apartment and when he got to work. And then he would say, I'm going on my lunch break. And then he would call me on his lunch break and be like, hey, I'm back on my lunch break. I'm going to put my phone down and work. I'll call you on my way home. And he'd call me on his way home. And not really knowing somebody super well, but dating somebody and getting to know him and being two and a half hours apart, that was, that was huge for me right because right. in past relationships when you were in the same town that did not happen right and it was just day-to-day he never wavered he always was like hey i'm going to i'm going to church i'll text you in an hour and so instantly i was like oh if he's gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna show that same respect to him and do the same thing mm-hmm. especially since i was on a college campus and you know very in, involved in clubs and things and around the opposite sex all the time and i'll just be like hey I'm just letting you know, like, I'm going to Whataburger with a bunch of friends. So-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so happen to be dudes. I'm just letting you know. Um, I don't know what you And maybe not even that some of all that was necessary. Um, I had just been in a relationship where, uh, prior to that where, like, the other person, it was like, um, hey, good morning. Hey, good night. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. I was like, Dang. okay, not that I need to know where you are sure. every second of every day. Yeah. But uh, so I guess that's where some of that uh, maybe not even over communication, but it was just like, I'm just going to make sure, you know, yeah. I did not like the way I was treated like that in my last relationship. I'm going to make sure she doesn't feel that way. For sure. Um, And so not that I ever for a second, and I told a buddy of mine this the other day, never for a second. Did I not trust Kendall? Was I worried about? This was the first relationship. I would never, ever had to be worried about who she was with. 
right, right. ever yeah. and that was so new to me mm-hmm. and it was just it just flowed and but out of respect for me she was like hey i'm hanging out with these people you know you may not hear from me from a while i'm with these people we're doing this and i was like awesome you know yeah. whatever i'm at yeah. work or i'm doing you know doing me so <laughs> um, yeah. the day you asked me out i remember we had this conversation in a sandwich shop at this yellow table and I was like, I was so concerned and had tears in my eyes that we were going to have a relationship with our phones because we were long distance and we're still getting to know each other. And it was one of the most mature conversations I'd ever had with yeah. a guy. He was so, he was like, if I overstepped asking you out too soon, we can continue to get to know each other for a couple months. If you like, if we need to establish a time where we, we FaceTime every day, like that's what we'll do. And it was such a refreshing and peaceful conversation and that's when i was like okay we're mm-hmm. gonna communicate and we're gonna do it well yeah um because we we wanted to get to know each other yeah so we kind of had to and we yeah we lived two and a half hours apart and i was only gonna see her on the weekends right. um assuming uh that she didn't have, have other study. things didn't have yeah. to study yeah, didn't absolutely. have college you I'm know, still, going to a football game Baylor's that playing, takes yeah. a whole yeah. day i mean you know so there were weekends like, i um, was like i would come down and see you for an hour on sunday you know and yeah. um and we started dating at the beginning of my spring semester of my junior year yeah and so i was still like actively pursuing a career i was mm-hmm. you know and I wasn't necessarily interviewing, but I was meeting with recruiters. I was putting yeah. feelers out there. And so I knew, I think we both knew that if we wanted our relationship to last, and we did, we knew that we had to communicate well. Yeah. Also yeah. that um, something that I just thought of that I had to like, so my like two top love languages, I would say are like physical touch and quality time. Mm. And um all of a sudden I'm in a position where I can't do that. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? yeah. So like I had yeah, to, yeah. I adapted. And so I was like, and Kendall loves to be given gifts. Um, so and, and, well, not just giving gifts. Well, I love, love I'm an access, yes. I'm an access service girl. Too. And so like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to shower her with little things. And that's when like Uber Eats had just come alive. And so like, and it was also for some dated girl, and I had adult money, <laughs> and so I was send, I was sending flowers, I was sending Chick Fil A breakfast My to work. Man. I mean, I was working it hard through the, through the gifts. But. Yeah, Venmo and me coffee like every day. Here's five dollars for coffee, honey. Here's five dollars for coffee, and I was like, oh, man, he knows the way to my Thought heart. I was wow. ruling the world. There was <laughs> there was one week when I came home to like two different bouquets of flowers on the doorstep coffee i had McAllister's for lunch sent by wow. him yeah and then i got a truck payment <laughs> <laughs> and all of that all of that stuff yeah but now you're, now you're married to a guy with a truck yeah so. oh my gosh it's amazing but yeah that's kind of it in a nutshell wow we love it we love to hear it um probably we have more questions but probably for the sake of time we're just gonna kind of wrap it up um on like real quick lightning round um what's one of the biggest piece of dating advice that you have been given um either been given would like to give or um no i guess that's it either that you've been given or you would give to others just real quick Mm. uh 
seriously, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like, if it's really not that big of a deal, leave it alone. Yeah. Like, there's a <laughs> Cody Johnson song, uh, Ain't Nothing To It, and he says, yeah. oh, what does he say about um, sometimes it, he says something about sometimes it's better just to keep your mouth shut if yeah. you know it'll make her mad right. instead of, and like, there's actually a lot of truth to that. No, but seriously, like, <laughs> like, like if there's no, but I mean that in a sense of like, if you can learn not to sweat the small stuff, like mm. you'll save yourself arguments, heartache, pain. Like there's no, re- sometimes there's just no reason to even go there. If you yeah. don't have to, right. if you're thinking right. something dumb in your head, there's no reason, sometimes there's no reason to let that out, you know? Sure. And so if you can just forgive really quick, I guess is what I'm getting at. And sometimes it takes others longer to forgive and that's fine. But if you can, if something small happens and you're like, man, that aggravated me, but you can just let it go. I mean, I think that creates a lot of peace between you and who you're dating and engaged or married to. Nice. I would say to the girl who is looking for her future husband to truly be in love with the Lord first deeply passionately in love with jesus it helps you learn how to love yourself which will one day help you learn how to love your spouse better because we are called now that we're married we understand that we are called to love each other like how jesus loves us Mm -hmm. you know we're never going to reach that because the lord's love for us um, amounts to such greater measure but to try and love your spouse as Jesus does, it makes your relationship at such ease and so easy and fun. Marriage is supposed to be fun, and it's a gift from the Lord. Yeah. Uh, sure. And so that's what I would say. Girl, fall in love with Jesus first. Learn to see yourself as he sees you, a crown jewel, daughter of the king. And then Jake says this all the time to guys who ask him, like, what's your biggest piece of advice find the person that chases after jesus you're trying to catch up with them it's yeah. not an equal race they just blow right past you and all of a sudden you want to date the person that wants to catch up with you mm-hmm. or how do you say it no that's okay. yeah um yeah i mean right we're talking about don't settle yeah um and yeah. the same thing goes to guys i think it said to girls a lot about guys but guys don't settle for that girl yeah. if she is not 100 percent the person you believe that you know the lord has for you but i think you know when you're looking for that person um like kendall was saying i usually say run after jesus and see who keeps up there we go that's what i was looking for <laughs> if, if you're having to pull her up nah. she's gonna pull you down a yeah, lot that's easier not, that's not what you want. Yeah. um so anyways, thanks for listening oh, to our yeah. story. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Um, we've got one last question for y'all, how we end every episode. Uh-huh. Um, what is something in today, like pop culture or your life or whatever is going on that you are currently swiping right on this week? Whoa. Um, College football. My man. <laughs> oh. Fall fashion, 100%. Oh, my word. It's, oh, so, yeah. it's okay. so good this Carly, week. Carly, what are you swiping red on this week? Yeah, I'm going to have to say the pumpkin spice um, cold brew. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I, I would jump on with Jake, but I'll say my uh, Pendragon book series. Nice. Nearly done. Nice. There you go. All right. Well, huge thanks to the Irvings. Um, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being real and for <laughs> allowing yeah. us to record in your home because we have a terrorist for a dog. <laughs> Sorry, um, the dryer went off so no, many the times. Dryer, I was like, <laughs> no, it didn't hear it. Okay. Real um, life goes on here. Anything else you want to say, babe? No, thank you. And remember to swipe right. <laughs>